Welcome to the Gear Slug. We want stuff shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. I'm Phil. And I'm Cole. We slim it hard so you don't have to. I'm really, I really want you to, to um, talk about your recent film adventures. Okay. You've been doing some hardcore critic, not hardcore films, but you've been doing hardcore I, criticism of regular I mean, films. I have been, I have been doing some of those, but I'd rather not talk about it on the pod. Dude, I was listening. Speaking of that, I was listening to the podcast about uh, so the rewatchables. We're talking about Taxi Driver. <laughs> And they started talking about because there's like a scene in there where he takes a girl on a date to a porn theater, and they're like talking about just like the concept of a porn theater. Yeah. It's like the fact that that ever existed is so weird. That was uh, Sybil <laughs> Shepherd. It was, and weirdly, like I bet in some ways it was like I don't know the fact that it only happened. I mean, I guess it wasn't any less taboo back then than it is now uh, maybe so, even, even more because you it was like it was out in public that's why i think it was more stigma because everyone was like public yeah. like you had to be so you had to be such a pervert yeah. like you went way out of your way yeah really <laughs> you, you would, can just that you would pay money to go to a public you theater. Just use your imagination <laughs> like a normal person i know <laughs> oh man that's weird anyway so that's not the kind of work that you've been doing no, but I have been, well, I was going to try and make some, it wasn't Civil Shepherd, but for some reason, they don't <laughs> sound like Elizabeth Shue and Civil Shepherd in my mind don't sound that different as actors. Like their names? names? Yeah, but even like who's Civil Shepherd? Because like, I picture them both as being like wholesome girl next door type people. Mm. Is that accurate? I can't even picture who Civil Shepherd is. I know I picture her, but I literally do not know her career at all. Was she in Romancing the Stone? Maybe? They honestly, no. okay, like here's the thing. Was that Sharon look Stone? Up, look up no. Sybil Shepherd and Elizabeth Shue. They do not look that different. <laughs> what? Granted, How like I you? know all actors like look somewhat similar because they're they have to be like conventionally attractive and all that, but they're pretty they're pretty similar. Okay, I not think all actors. I, I'm going to say Aaron. Oh, Aaron can't fact check me. Um, Cole, fact check me on this. I'm going to say they are 15 years apart. Oh, she's in Psych. That's what I know her from. She's the uh, she's like the chief in Psych. Sybil no, Sybil no, Shepard. She's his mom. Oh, you're right. Okay, yes, you're right. She's, oh, yeah, because it's Spencer. She's the mom. Yeah. Sybil. She's in Moonlighting. Moonlight, yes, that's what she's most famous for. The last picture show well, is probably she's what most she's famous also for famous for. Sybil, according to this, for her sitcom called Sybil. Oh, yeah, that's uh, her. That's what she's most famous for. Dude, Moonlighting is a legit freaking dope show. Back when... Oh, that was the TV show with uh, Bruce Willis, right? Yes. And back I when... I never saw it. Uh, yeah, that rings a bell to me. Like, looking at the cover of it. Back when it was, um, back when Netflix, well, n I know you can still do discs because my sister still does discs, but like mm. back when you paid for discs and streaming Only. at the same time, 
before they started to try to screw us and like charge us twice. I had Netflix before streaming was a thing. Yeah, me too. Remember when yes, Netflix? Same. Well, I think we talked about this, but it was real slim pickings when they first started streaming. Yes, yeah, exactly. And I remember, I remember, I ordered the Netflix the disc that goes in your Wii, so you could stream to the Wii before it was like a downloadable app. You just like oh, actually wow. put a physical disc in your Wii to launch the Netflix. Dude, how thing. small was that disc? To fit in my Wii. Yeah, to go in your Wii. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, it's the only thing I remember, like... Oh, no, I'm thinking of GameCube, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, Moonlighting is the only thing I remember, like, distinctly being, like, stoked to get the disc for, because you couldn't find it anywhere, and then it was like, that was... Mm, mm. And still, it's not on any streaming services, and I think it's one of those, like, 80s movie uh, music rights kind of things. Probably, yeah. Mm. Um, that, that's why it hasn't hasn't shown up on any streaming service but it is freaking great and uh they were just they were just talking about it i don't know why they were just talking about it on um how this get made and they were talking about how like how great the show was and how it's it's such a bummer that it's not streaming anywhere because it's still like you can kind of it see like up. you could see how television like <clears throat> there was like this seismic change as a result of that show that like, and, and it was really, really influential, like long-term. Um, if anybody still like has the boss and stuff like that. No. You, uh, what was, what was like show? Roseanne? I think what was Roseanne that show was... like? Was it a sitcom? Kind of. It was like, it was like, it was sort of a drama, but it was, it was definitely funny, but it was, but it was like a every every episode was like a like a like a detective. It, it's a they were a detective agency, so they were like, uh, so it's like okay. psych, dude. I mean, and the fact that it was a, it was a detective agency solving one case per episode or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, and it was funny. Yeah, and it was dude, funny. That's like, <laughs> I know that psych has the obvious added piece of being psychic or supposedly psychic i'm still not sure that he was actually psychic but that's a different <laughs> verdict's um, out verdict's still yeah out. we could you know we could talk about that for days so the verdict it's like it's interesting how yet. similar that premise is <laughs> that those are like two of the things she's so, well she's probably not that well known for her role in psych but she was in a lot of episodes yeah i've been watching that show a little bit and it's good it is good. It's the type of show that, like, if you try to, I don't know, it's not, you're talking psych, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like the Wait, smartest show psych? on the planet. <laughs> is this an episode of We're Talking Psych? It, it's not like this, you know, it's pretty dim sometimes, but it's really entertaining for sure. Like, if you don't take it too seriously, because it doesn't take itself too seriously, you know. Yeah, like, none of the, like, you don't just go to someone and say, I solved the crime, and then they get arrested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, on the spot. Like, no, I figured it out. Here you go. Of course, that's a lot of, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine kind of suffers from the same thing of, like, yeah, you know, the, the crook, like, ends up monologuing and, like, and basically, like, he's totally selling himself out or whatever. And it's like, yeah. in the real world, nobody actually talks to cops unless there's an attorney there, you know? 
right. unless, <laughs> unless they're not smart. By the way, public service announcement for everyone out there, don't talk to cops unless your lawyer's present. <laughs> <laughs> should be obvious, but it's not something. And people. you should trust Cole because his brother's a lawyer. And because he, I've... You watched, have the right to an attorney. I've watched hundreds of hours of interrogation videos because I find them fascinating. Um, okay, but let's talk about m- way more important viewing habits. Yes. Aaron, I uh, understand that you watched right, so Willow so I've been recently. watching... Well, I started watching Willow. And then I was like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I said, I'm not going to watch this watching anymore. watching Willow? I did. <laughs> Why? I mean, you make it... That sounds makes it sound like I had a... Like a Willow watching habit, and then I like I quit watching Willow. Like I, I don't do it anymore. Nobody here's anymore. here's the thing. Nobody quits watching Willow halfway through. Nobody um, should. That movie is ridiculous. It's pretty wild. There's Can little dudes called kids? brownies. Yikes! <laughs> it's are, super weird. Do they happen to have dark skin? They have, no. white, they have white people skin. Okay, All the people dude. in the movie are white so it's, people. It's weird, but it's not There's necessarily one or two. Like, troubling. Yeah, they're just like t- tiny people. They're like little there's, sprites. There's one or two uh, knowing African knowings. How do you? Are you talking about the Willows? Willows people? They're not. They're not Willows people. They're knowings. He, they're. I mean, he is a Willow, and they are his people. No. He is Willow. He is Willow. And they are his Willow. people. We are Willow. <laughs> um, we are well, not. yeah, so we I started are watching it and then and then I was like, uh, I'm not going to watch this anymore. I'm going to go to bed instead. And so I did that. Um, but I liked I enjoyed it in the way that you like I literally just kept saying to myself, this movie's freaking weird. Like the whole time. I never knew that it was a George Lucas movie. I know so much about that movie. It's like, wait, what? But knowing that it's like, and and then watching it, it's super obvious. And it reminds you of how weird George Lucas actually is. Yeah. Okay. So here's my understanding. Here's my understanding. My understanding of, and we, maybe we've talked about this on the podcast. So for the super fans, uh, for the, uh, Cobb goblins out there, salad fans. Hey, shout out to Will Cobb. He just had a, his wife just had their baby girl. Oh yeah. Congrats. Yeah. I think out. it's Flora or Fauna or Merriweather. No, I'm just, it's Flora. I'm just kidding. Flora Cobb. It's a genus or species or something. <laughs> no, Flora, Fauna, and Merriweather, the three and... berries from Sleeping Beauty. Oh. 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 Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Anyway, so. Uh, okay. George Lucas. Um, I believe, I believe he went to the uh, J R R R R R Tolkien. Did I say too many R's? Yeah. Uh, I believe he went to the Tolkien estate and said, "Hey, I want to do a Lord of the Rings," and they're like, "No." Or it was like, "Okay, for this much money," and he was like, mm, "Pass." And then he's, he's like, like, "Cool, I'm going to do something that's kind of like Lord of the Rings, but completely not." I'm gonna, Maybe I'm gonna do. I'm going to basically rip myself off plus Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it feels like an Ewok movie. It's well, the, it literally the is brownies based... are like Ewoks, but also the other they people speak are English, like Ewoks. Though. Yeah. But, but the way they act, okay, I mean... check it. Check it out. There's two, 
comic relief characters like uh, the freaking droids in Star Wars. Can I just point out or like the fact that you the fact that you have that distinction on the tip of your tongue like, no, they speak English. That's a clear difference between them and Ewoks. (laughs) I know. I know. That's pretty great. (laughs) I'm saying like they act like if you had like a translator on an Ewok, it would sound like a brownie. Yeah. Just like real young, real young Girl Scouts. What point were you making? Uh, just that that it's I think it's it's really like to watch it knowing knowing that information that it's that George Lucas was like uh, like he really just wanted a Lord of the Rings he wanted yeah he wanted to make Lord of the Rings and they're like no mm. and then he's like fine and then he just did his own <laughs> Lord of the Rings I'll make something like, that's way worse he just he tweaked a couple things to make it like but like way too many of the beats are like just straight up yeah. Lord of the Rings so, but so like watching it, I didn't know that when I was watching it, but when I was watching it, like more. So, the movie itself is not as enjoyable as watching the movie and like noticing things about it. You're like, oh, dude, Val Kilmer's weird. Or like, why are they <laughs> doing this? Or like, well, it's like you're oh, watching this, it, like how they're doing the green like screen him. thing. It's like you're, yeah, like a mystery science theater type lens. Yeah, it's like I'm watching it for like a film class or something. Yeah, you're critiquing it (laughs) instead of just enjoying it. But just in a completely fun way. And like that part of it was really, that part of it was fun. If I was just watching it like to see if I enjoyed the movie, I don't think I would have had as much fun. It's honestly, even though the movie's fine. It's hard not to do with old movies. There, I actually watched a couple of movies recently. I I don't want to, I won't necessarily talk about them, but. some older movies that hold up, you know, somewhat well. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up hold is my favorite town up, in Wisconsin. Up. Do do we want to talk about the movies that I watched? Yeah, we do. That's why I brought it up. Okay. So, my wife and I made a spreadsheet of movies that we're going to start watching with our boys. Wait, wait, your wife and you made a spreadsheet or you made a spreadsheet that your wife I mean, kind of was involved with? She was there when I started <laughs> jotting stuff down, you know? What are you implying, Aaron? Nothing. My wife doesn't love spreadsheets as much as I do? Yes, I was implying that. Oh, okay. Then that's accurate. I shared it with her, though, on Google Sheets, you know? Um, and we started, I Googled, like, you know, best 80s movies to watch with kids. Mm-hmm. And even some of those are like, you wouldn't want to watch those. With, I mean, kids is like a, there's a broad range, I guess. But yeah, don't watch kids with your kids. One of the ones, one of the ones we landed on. There's some fun ones in there that I remember, like, remember the, oh crap, now I'm forgetting. What's the, what's the babysitter one? Babysitter. Oh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. No. Adventures in babysitting. Adventures of babysitting. Oh yeah. Elizabeth I remember, I remember that being pretty fun. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's Bro. that's a great movie. Wait, also yeah. the kid in that is in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes. Whoa. This uh, is Swanson. Full circle. I Speaking think speaking of full circles, though. Oh, keep going, Phil. Well, I'm gonna say I learned, Adventures I learned in Babysitting. About, oh. Your 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 boys are too young for adventures in babysitting. <laughs> There's a lot of like weirdly sexual stuff in kids. My- and <laughs> 
My favorite part of Adventures in Babysitting that I always quote is when (laughs) when the girl's on the payphone, like in the train station, and the homeless guy goes, get out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) She looks down. She looks down at the floor of the payphone Uh, and his like slippers. Yeah. She kicks him out and And she she says, you just moved. Yeah. Does she say that? Yes. Yeah. She, slams, <laughs> she slams the thing. Down. Brutal. Just moved. Um, get out of my house. <laughs> um. So. Okay, so. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Yeah, here, let me give you. Let me, for that movie. let me throw some at you. Are you ready? Wait. Is that is Adventures in Babysitting? Is that part of the MCU? <laughs> oh. Because Thor is in it. Is that really yeah. Thor? Thor is really in it. Dude. Crazy. Dude, I'm almost out of room. Your spreadsheet is almost out of room? That's not no, possible. Spread- yeah, don't they just like go forever? <laughs> no, I think there's like a max. It depends you have on like, how much you have you like have. The, There's like a maximum like the free, number. You hit the max number of columns ads. before you hit the max number of rows. Okay, here we mm. go. Movies for boys. Okay, are you ready? I'm, I'm going to lay two on you right now. Okay. Explorers. Okay, I've never seen it. Um, and uh, the navigate a uh, flight of the navigator. Yeah, that's, flight of the navigator is great. That's near the. That's in fact that's the next one on the list. If we were to go in order, we're not necessarily going in order. But it is the okay. third one on the list. Is that the right kid now. from um, ET? No. Uh, he looks, looks like. Man, it looks like him though. It looks like him. Sarah Jessica Parker's in it. Uh, in Fire the Navigator. Yes. Are you guys down um, with us, JP? Yeah, you know me. In Explorers, uh, Explorers has um, Kiefer. No, not Kiefer Sutherland. It has um, a very you. young. Uh, River Phoenix. Oh yeah, and Phoenix TX. He had to change his name to Phoenix TX. Oh no, and... wait, that was the band. Yeah. Oh geez, what? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, oh like so Ice T, Snoop no. Dogg, no Ice Cube. Well, you said OGs. I'm trying uh... to think of OGs. Nate Dogg. Nate Dogg. <laughs> What's Tone Loke. Just kidding. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, Love Tone Loke. Oh, Tony, Tony, Tony? Ethan Hawk. Oh, Ethan, Ethan Hawk. Oh, yeah, dude. Ethan Hawk was in some really good movies when he was like teenager E. When he was very so, young, yes. So I remember yeah. for for a class, my brother had to like act out a scene. Mm-hmm. It, it was part of like a book report or something like that. But I I, I remember like <laughs> overhearing parts of it. Or not a book for, but like a movie, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And like an oral present. He kept talking about Ethan Hawke. And so for the longest time, I thought Ethan Hawke was a character in a movie. Oh. <laughs> not that it was an actor. Like, I thought that was like... Or like some historical figure that was being <laughs> reenacted in this. And it was like something about him getting... He was like in a car accident or like in a rafting accident or something like that. I love. Oh, I there like, is a movie of him. He Was he in... Um... Was he in a film version of Hatchet? That's probably what it was, honestly. And that and that book was 
It's a bomb. I don't think the film version of Hatchet, the star is some anybody of consequence. Yeah, it was like a. Mm. Well, there was one in there was one in 2006, but it seems. Like I feel like was he was in a very that. similar movie though. Yeah. Training Day. He was in Training Day. Or like River Wild or something that. like that. I know he was. He was in the River. I mean, I don't know if he was in the River Wild. But this is anyway. Like what in are the these movies that this was? What are these movies that you did watch? Okay, it might have been something from White Fang. Oh, he was in White Fang. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking through his deal here. He's also in Dead Poets Society. Remember that? Dude. Oh, that's such a good movie. Dude, that's still one of the best SNL sketches of all time. It's really good. <laughs> Sing my song for all to hear. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan. He's like such a good straight man. Even though he's Bobby like Moynihan such a goofy, is one of my favorite SNL people. He's so good, dude. And in that freaking uh <coughs> Uh, what do they call it? SoCal inside SoCal. He's yeah, yeah. So that's the dad. It's a kicker, dude. It's just a kickback, it's just a kicker, dude. It's just a kickback. <laughs> just a kicker, dude. <laughs> okay, so the movies. The dad's always been watch, like the number one gangster in my life. <laughs> I feel like I just haven't. I just been, feel like I haven't been like that sick of a son back. Back towards him. <laughs> he says, "I went back and watched it." He says, "Back towards him." I feel like I haven't been that sick of a son back towards him. It's perfect. <laughs> I feel like that line probably went through like 20 versions before they got it yeah. right because it's so it's perfect. So good. And you know, he like asked, he was like 100% on board. He's been on it multiple times. Yeah. So you know, like yeah, when yeah. he came back to host, he was like, we're 100% doing another inside SoCal. Like no questions asked. He did the one where he reports live from the hospital where when, where that girl's getting yes. breast reduction surgery. Leslie Strong. <laughs> He's like interviewing her. He's like, why would you do why? that? Why? You know how much we so love those dumb. fatties. That's sad. That's terrible. <laughs> I know. Not approved. Dude, do you remember Did you when he did the short, the digital short where he's like dating Andy Samberg's dad? Yes. Holy <laughs> crap, dude. That's so good. So good. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Anyways, okay, so I watched Karate Kid <laughs> and Karate Kid 2. Oh, oh did you finish consecutive, two? Consecutive nights, yep. Dude, now you have okay. to watch Karate Kid 3 and the next Karate Kid. Is the next Karate Kid the one with... Well, no, that's not, because the Will Smith one is just called Karate Kid or whatever. No, the next Karate Kid is Hillary Swank. Oh, yeah. the Hillary Swank version? I, yeah. I didn't get that joke for years. That <laughs> office joke. Um... Again, I think I thought Hillary Swank was a like a character <laughs> in in something because it kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Okay. So here's so I've never seen Karate Kid before or Karate Kid Two. Um, Karate Kid either. Yeah, I haven't seen Karate Kid Two. <laughs> so please, please, uh, uh, please tell us that you and even if you didn't pretend that you have a spreadsheet. That you took notes during the movie. And I didn't, gonna... but I could probably go back because I was kind of giving you guys a play-by-play as I was watching it. Yes, it I was hope glorious. It was as enjoyable for you. <laughs> as well for me. It was. In fact, there were parts when I would like take pictures of the screen and my son. Oh gosh, like, what are you doing, <laughs> um, dude? I love like how shocked you were that Johnny's not a good guy. <laughs> okay, so here's so here's like the only things I've consumed Karate Kid wise, other than just like seeing different scenes. Yeah. Um, 
was that video, that viral video that I think sort of birthed uh, Cobra Kai. Uh-huh. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. Largely. Uh, th- there's that viral video about how Daniel's actually the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And the way they edit it. And, and now, like, I'm honestly wondering, was that... Was that a joke that everyone knew was a joke, or do people actually believe yes. that? Because that is like patently false. No, it was a joke. Oh, no, see, it's a like joke. the fact that I didn't know that until right now. <laughs> I thought, I thought, because the way they make it look, it's like, oh yeah. yeah, he is. And you could totally see, like, I'm sure there are plenty of '80s movies where the protagonist is actually a real jerk and a bully and like a chauvinist and all that stuff. Yeah. You know? Um. So I, I, yeah, I meant to ask that the other night. Like, wait a second, was I? Was I that far off that I didn't get the joke? Because because Johnny is like actually like a sociopath. Well, the, yeah, the dojo, like the dojo, the sensei guy is really like he's encouraging like violence, you know, and and perpetuate like he's actually inflicting violence upon children. Yes, um, he he like he's he's an actual like children bad into like person. violent soldiers for him. Yeah, for his and, own and, gains. And Daniel is like pretty. And what games okay, are those so to way? win the tournament, to win the All Valley <laughs> tournament? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think he just like, gets off on making kids into violent people. <laughs> yes, got one. Another one. Another one another bites one. the dust. So okay, so the whole the premise of the movie, I'm still not clear because we've talked about this before, and I I couldn't really participate in that conversation all that much. We talked about like. His mom's career path is so strange. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, like, yeah. she comes to work as she like moves, a rocket scientist or something. That's not in the movie, though. <laughs> From New Jersey to to like LA area to what what's it called? Yeah. To, to, the, to the valley, to Reseda. Reseda, yeah. Um, and of course, that's where the poor people live. The rich people live up in whatever it's called in Encino. Is that what Encino, it is? Encino, yeah. Yeah. Which is like, no, that's where Encino Man lives. That's I was going to say, that's where all the frozen yeah. cavemen are. That's where the frozen cavemen live. So that, yeah, that, that's, that dude was so it. poor, he was digging his own pool. <laughs> I wonder if we can watch Encino Man. Probably not. I would okay. wait till they're like 13. Dude, but there, I can't wait to watch like Billy Madison. I think we're almost, the, the problem is like my kids, like when I was <laughs> a kid, kids are I so loved, pure. When I was a kid, I loved swearing. And so whenever I saw a movie that had swearing in it, I was like, I was getting away with something, you know. I love swearing. And they're gonna be like, I don't appreciate this. Father. Um, excuse me, father. <laughs> so so the movie, okay, the love story in it, it's actually a pretty cute love story at first. Like she Yeah, so his mom moves across the country to become a waitress, basically. Yeah, but then she like Oh, you know where the real happening, the real haps are, is up in Fresno, and it was. Is that was what funny. she says? Well, no, but for uh, for Karate Kid Two, uh, uh, they move. It starts off. I won't jump. Oh yeah, into that she part, like. But I sent Luke like gets and Tim, a boyfriend and, and moves or something. I sent Luke and Tim a message. About, <laughs> like the whole premise of the beginning of Karate Kid Two is how undesirable Fresno is, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it's a perfect the location. Is- it can be the butt of." California jokes, whether you're in Northern California or Southern California. Not true. Um, okay. They do so, have their own chili, though. So she moves She moves to... And there's so many aspects of the movie that are just unexplained. So, like, Mr. Miyagi... Okay, so she moves to be a waitress, essentially, from New Jersey to Southern California, which is mm-hmm. a long way to go for... A yeah, in a car style. that 
doesn't start. That somehow, yeah, like they like, how do they make it that far? What did you know? Anyways. You just have to pop the clutch every time you want to go. Exactly. Every time you stop. Like, but here, like, why were they <laughs> stopping it anyways? Like, freaking leave the engine running, you lunatics! Um, so they move into this little. You gotta like stop and to it's sleep. Like, it's like the most stereotypical like '80s Southern California vibe. Yeah, it, that's like such a strong vibe, you know. So it's like this apartment complex has a pool in the middle, but the pool's all ghetto and yeah. nasty and everything. Did you did you notice the friend that he that he makes right away? Did you notice his T-shirt? No. What did it say? Oh, it wait. had two cartoon two cartoon pigs. Um. Uh, I'm not. I don't know what the uh, technical term for this position is. Uh, but porking? were they porking? No, but the shirt says oh. "Macon Bacon." <laughs> oh, hilarious! And that's pretty good. And one one cartoon pig is has the other cartoon pig bent over. Yeah, piggy style. Yeah. Piggy, piggy style. P- piggy style. Dude, when I was in high school. This kid got sent to the principal office because he was wearing a shirt that had two skeletons in a sexual position, and it said "Love Something Never Dies." <laughs> that's way better. I thought it was going to be some Dude. joke about bones. Yeah, bones. Dude, that's way better. But it was Love one of those dies. like. It was one of those like. Remember in the '90s, there was like a gangster style of T-shirt kind of thing mm-hmm. where it had like the script writing on it and yeah, like little yeah. sparkly things. It was like that style. <laughs> Dude, it was Lu- Luciano Gonzalez. I remember what him. Luciano. Was it? it was like girl on top, seated. That's you can tell because she still had long hair. Standard. Wait, the skeleton had hair? You? The skeleton had like long chola hair. That's what happened. It was, it was a beautiful thing. That's what happens when bodies the, decompose. Your hair. It was the nineties. It was the. Hair doesn't decompose as quickly, at least. It was. It was the late nineties and. It's probably 1997 or 98. That's, this like 15 year old kid. That's a beautiful message. <laughs> that is a dies. good message. Uh, the teacher, Mr. Thornburg, did not enjoy it. Well, he may have enjoyed it, but he did not abide it. Okay, so one, so one like constant that you see in all old kids movies or like teen movies is the lack of adult supervision at all times. Yeah, which so, seems. And it's, realistic to me it it's it's realistic but also i think it makes those movies more appealing to kids and i think we've talked about this before oh uh, yeah but it's kind of like a fantasy like the home alone movies i think that's why yeah those are like so appealing or like goonies or stand by me or any of those um okay so he moves into this apartment building babysitter's club and they find uh there's like a handyman that traveling pants it yeah, he's like being, the building manager guy. Yeah, he's like the fix-it guy. Well, and see, that's the part that isn't clear because he's he's he doesn't own the building, but he he does own like a freaking sweet house somewhere else. But it seems like he lives at that building too. It's like a but it, maybe that's oh um, yeah because he might he might end up spending the night there sometimes or whatever. But like then he has this freaking sweet pad with like a bunch of classic cars and stuff. So it's like. Why is this guy working as a handyman? But you know, he's Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, dude. He his own way. So that's so where Miyagi Do is now at his old house. What's Miyagi Do? From Cobra Kai. 
Okay, so I okay, just to give a little more background, I've watched the entire first season of Cobra Kai, which also which, which probably contributes to the fact that I thought that viral video was real. Yeah, they play it up. Because I thought cuz yeah, cuz Cobra Kai for those who haven't seen it, it's sort of it's, you know, 10 10 or 15 years into the future and Daniel is still no, kind 35. of in the past. Uncle There's no way it's 35, they'd be 50 years old. They are. It's like real time. That movie. The movie's from 1985. Yeah, dude, that's wild. <laughs> they're 50 years old in that. Yeah, they're in their like early 50s. Why are their kids so young? Don't they have young kids? Um. Who did yeah. Daniel marry? Some girl. Some, She's some not in chick? the film franchise. Um, Cole. Cole. This movie takes place in the in the Southern Valley of California, not in Utah. Oh, by the way, yeah, I was in Utah and I have teenage sons. My kids are negative (laughs) age right now. (laughs) I wasn't saying teenage. I thought they had like young kids. Like he has like like, his son is like 12 or 13, I think. Okay. okay. Daniel's son. That's not that weird. Daniel's son. No, Daniel's Daniel's son. son. Daniel's son. Daniel's son. son. Daniel's son. son. Okay. So Mr. Miyagi. His name is son. 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 Here's, yeah, here's, one, San San. here's one thing that bothered me a little bit. And maybe it was different back then. But he like makes a big deal about how Okinawa is not the same as Japan. And Okinawa is just yeah. an island in Japan. Which but is weird. I know, but it's like... Uh, maybe back then it was different. No, is it like it's, Wales and like England been, kind of thing? Or like, it's been colonized or something like that. I don't know. No, I, I'm sure it's the same as... Or like, is it like Hong Kong? Hey, listen, Kong. man. NorCal... Don't say NorCal when you really mean like San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, like the Bay is like different than NorCal. All right. No, but I think yeah. it was a thing because I think there was some kind of political thing, maybe because like he seems as if he fought with the allies in World War II. Well, that would make sense because Okinawa, there's like a huge Air Force base there. Um, like that, that's a that's a part of the plot of the second movie, but it's also a reality. Like that's that's like all that is in Okinawa. Or did the so base maybe, come like yeah. afterwards, like as part of like the Korean conflict and that kind of stuff after maybe World War so. II? I know it's been there for a long time. But... No, dude. Okay. If we're really going to get into this, the scene in the first movie where Miyagi is drunk and is looking at pictures of his wife. Yeah. And then in his, through his accent and drunkenness is explaining what happened to yeah. his wife. That is so freaking sad. Yeah. It's yeah, rough, dude. Because it's fighting... like a real. He's fighting he's, for like for the Americans yeah. while his wife is basically in an internment camp Interned, in the United States and then dies, right? And dies in childbirth with his child. Oh, that's right. Because doctors never came, even though he, he was like, and that's what his whole rant was like. This is the land. This is like the American dream, the land of the free, but doctors never came. Like that was oh. super real, dude. Dude, yeah. that's because healthcare is not a right. It's true. It's a privilege. Like a, you think you, you have a right to have a baby? Dude. Like screw you. Come on. Okay. Yeah, that so is that rough. that scene I feel is bad like about that super joke a little bit. And it and it's like sad that you should. You're a bad person. It's also like super racist because he does not have that accent in real life. <laughs> I know. It's like, but at least <laughs> he's actually. Thing. At least he's actually an Asian person. <laughs> but it's like it's so stereotypical like, freaking, accent. It's like. It's better than like freaking short circuit where they just have a white dude play the Indian guy, you know? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> now that oh, is freaking racist. Gosh. Yes, that is racist. Yeah, I guess uh, it's not like it's not Andy Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's level. Exactly. Right. But it is very like the whole like first 30 minutes of Karate Kid 2 is playing that stereotypical music over the background, you know. It's just awful. true. Okay, so the movie itself, it's really weird because the whole premise of it is like there's a lot of the fighting is very organized and it's like okay well i was going to actually assault you and potentially put you in a hospital or something but my sensei said to leave you alone so i'm not going to do that so we can now just coexist we're going to like pass each other in the hallway and stuff but actually what i want to do is put you in the hospital like actually maybe give you brain damage permanent brain damage and it's like there's this weird level of like the guy's like a murderous psychopath but he's also like he follows orders you know and daniel also kind of goes a little nuts during that part like he's like oh i'm gonna mess with this guy now because he can't kill me yet but i'm gonna like (laughs) piss him off as much as possible yeah okay so so that so i have a couple complaints about the movie no (laughs) all all of the combat is just so terrible and maybe we've been it would have been different it's like it's like critiquing the special effects in Star Wars or something like that. Like at the time we hadn't, but at the same time, like Bruce Lee was doing pretty amazing stuff. So like, Dude, but the Miyagi, 80s, it's like he's fighting in slow motion or something. I think like, my favorite genre of movie from the eighties is movies about a sport. That's not actually a popular or cool sport. <laughs> and like karate kid is one of those. Yeah, it's true because because they have to make it seem like they have a freaking arena. They make it like everyone cares about this, like local <laughs> all freaking karate, all valley. Yeah. Like how many all people is valley. that? Like thousands of people. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like Johnny. Oh yeah, Johnny. He's won two years in a row. It's like how do you know these people? What are you kind of life, dude? Like, do you have a? Hobby? That's my favorite part of Cobra Kai too. Is like they joke about that. Like, oh dude, oh, you, you you won the all valley in like 1985 or whatever. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah, a hero. Gosh. You're like a local legend. But is it like self-aware? Yeah, yeah. It's like this is Southern California. There are a hundred like volleyball is a hundred times more popular than karate, you know. Yeah, dude, water yes. polo. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. Okay, so so all the fighting in it is terrible. Daniel's like he looks ridiculous when he's fighting. His little stance, he's, and he's like hopping around and he's got his fists. He doesn't make fists, he like wraps his fingers up, but his <laughs> yes, fists are like flat, you know. It's he no, dude. Like that's a good. A tool, that's like dude. a thing. That's like tiger stance. No, it's not, dude. I don't know. Shut your mouth. You okay, can't punch him. Most... You can't punch someone with your middle knuckle. The most, yeah. You like, <laughs> like nobody punches like that. It's the weirdest. It's like a well, slap the only, stance. The only thing that people might do is like the little, you know, the little up close punches that Bruce Lee would do, where he'd have his fingers out and then like, not even <laughs> yeah, that, but just. I'm doing it into the camera punch. for all those who are watching the video podcast. Um. The most shocking part of it, okay, first of all, so it comes down to it's a tournament, right? So it's like a bracket style. Or if uh, you're Daniel, it's a tournament. 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 Exactly. That's how they so say they've it been in Jersey. They've been training for this whole thing, and, like, everyone knows, like, Daniel eventually blows up. Part of what's weird is, like, I, I sort of knew the, like, the big major – pieces like i knew that he got frustrated at one point that's like i'm here to learn karate and you're just making me do all the chores and then he's like oh but when you did wax on that was actually blocking a punch and blah 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 
But like until the very end where he does that or when he blows up at him, he's totally down with all of it. He's like, oh, man, I love painting fences. That's my favorite thing to do. All wax or Carl Day. Like he never shows any kind of resistance to it until that very last piece, which is kind of weird. Okay, so then you get you get to the All Valley Tournament and one of the kids, they say these things as if, so like, first, what does he tell him to do? He's the first kid before Johnny fights him. He tells him like, no mercy. He's like, put him in a body bag or, or something. That a lot, it, it kid says that, him, yeah. It doesn't put him in a body bag, but the sensei tells the one kid to like, to actually hurt him. Like, um, yeah, take him out, basically. And as if like, that's something you can decide like, oh, I have a move that will permanently injure him, but I just don't usually use it, you know, like, and uh, yeah, you do the downward kick on the knee. Yeah, exactly. That's the move. Like it buckles it backwards every time, 100% of the time. And uh, he, he jacks up his <laughs> knee, but then immediately upon doing it, he runs up and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it. Yes, you know? cool. He because has, like, he's conflicted. Dude, because yeah. he was in, no, he was in the Cobra Kai trance. Mm-hmm. But the trauma of that move, like, snapped him out of it. And snapped he's like, what did I just do? So he goes through his character. Like, remember in the Mighty like Ducks? Three seconds. Remember in the Mighty Ducks when, when they'd say, I want you to take him out. Take out <laughs> Banks. And then the, what is the one kid freaking, hits him. What is up with these and adults like, <laughs> trying to injure children? And then as soon as they do, the other kid's like, what'd you do? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, so then, then he goes in and, like, the whole, the classic line, sweep the leg. Like, uh-huh. that's not a particularly aggressive move. Like he's telling him to kick, but it's because that leg's already damaged. But he's he doesn't sweep it. He just kicks. He does a straight kick down on the knee to try and like injure it more. Like if you're sweeping the leg, that would be like a, a roundhouse kick down low, and it doesn't like it. Yeah, yeah. You just hop over it or something like that. So it's it's pretty dumb. And then he goes <laughs> through the exact same. And I sent a video of it. Okay, so from the time he tells him, no mercy, and then he's like, put him in a body bag. Until credits roll, the leg. Is, is forty seconds. <laughs> I know it is insane. <laughs> and in that yeah. amount of time, they set up. Daniel goes into his crane stance. The crane move is the stupidest thing on the planet. It's you cannot defend if you do the crane move. That I'm only I'm quoting. I'm quoting. So that's not racist if it's from a movie. It's it's maybe more offensive because I'm not Asian, but it is no less my accent than it is. Pat Morita's accent. <laughs> yeah, so he's I like Hawaiian can, or something. No I, can defend. If I can't get canceled, no can defend. Yeah. If I can't get canceled, if he can't get canceled for it, then neither can I. And uh, well, he's dead. Come on, Arnold. Ooh, he got canceled by. You can cancel dead, dead. Old age. But love never dies, but Pat Morita. Love never dies, but cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> Heroes live forever, but racists never die. What's the line yeah, there you from go. Sandlot? I can't remember. That's it. <clears throat> remember, kid. And also, like that is heroes like, get remembered, kid. But legends never die. It is like an interesting. It is an interesting thing because through our lens of today, and I know I'm like, I'm like going down the road of like, you know, a racist apologist or whatever. But like, you can't just view everything through our lens of today like that. That is very trouble. Like honestly, to go back and watch his accent, knowing that that's not his real accent, yeah, is is pretty like not upsetting, but it, it's pretty off putting, you know. But at well, the time, yeah, because like, oh, the character would have been just as effective if he just like used his regular accent. 
Yeah, but can, yes, but it wouldn't have like served, still teach karate without talking. It about. should have been as effective, but it wouldn't have been as effective. Yeah, I guess they would have lost the because whole, he like, wouldn't have had like the wise Okinawan thing, girlfriend bonsai, thing too. Bonsai tree and you know, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Bonsai, <laughs> bonsai, side. Well, okay, so guys, I did so not have the accent. It's a really weird. It's a really weird. Uh, <coughs> you're allowed to do it because you're one sixteenth Filipino. That's true. It's a super weird ending because because in my mind that was like the climax and it was going to build it up and the move that he does to kick him like he does this little kick his crane kick and it's like oh it's over first of all a kick to the face wasn't a point because it happened multiple times leading up to that and nobody ever scored a point for it you only got points for hits to the body for yeah, one thing they like I think so they explicitly should, state that in the rules <laughs> yeah like he should yeah they like go over the rules and he gets there. So well, that and shouldn't then, have been a win, anyways. And Cole, in they they make fun of that in uh, Cobra Kai in the first season when he says, "Well, it was a it wasn't an illegal hit," or he says it wasn't. He wasn't. I need to yeah. see. I'll I'll enjoy Cobra Kai so much more now. I think. Yes. Yes. You so would. wait, and also like, were they tied? Yeah, it was two to two. So it was like three okay. points wins it. It was two to two, and it was a pretty even match. But but also like all the points is just like one person lunges at the other person. It's like, there's no strategy involved. I don't know how this guy won the, I mean, the all Valley tournament. Come on. That's a prestigious thing. I don't know how he won that thing three years, two years in a row. Um, and also like, how old is he? If he's winning it two years in a row and he's back for a third year. He's, he's a senior now. Like, this yeah, is his last chance. Um, 15, okay, 16, so, 17 or something. Probably. So it's very shocking because in my mind, that was going to be this big climax. He does his dumb little kick. They award him the win. And Johnny runs in. I'm sorry. That was a good fight. <laughs> I love you. Can you please kiss me? And then credits roll. It's just. The do they do a freeze? He says. Is it free? He says. You're all right. Credits. It's freeze on. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi's smiling face. Yeah. Dude, that's. I it's love like, that from the 80s. Close too. up on his face and he's like. Yeah. The one thing it was missing was a song entitled Karate Kid that played <laughs> that would play over the credits, you know. Cause he's a karate yeah. kid. No, he's the best. He's got a Japanese Okay, so then you told me that Karate Kid Two starts with that scene. Yes. That is not true. Karate Kid and Two kind of does starts with like five minutes. Oh, like a recap. Of, it's like a recap. Oh, yeah, it's like previously on Karate Kid. <laughs> It's, it really is. It seems it does, long, but like the actual the story part the, of it does starts there. Yes, but if you hadn't seen the movie in years or whatever, like you understand <laughs> why they might do that. But when you just watch the movie the night yeah. before, it's a little like, okay, we already saw this. They they go back through and do like five different scenes from Karate Kid One, and it oh, takes really? like because it, it is like, like several years later, minutes. and this is like yeah. this is like before DVDs, so you don't like. Yeah. He was like he was watch the like old one before you go see the new one. He was something like 28 yeah. years old when they when they, they did Karate Kid 3. And they're calling okay, it Karate so Kid. And he's so like 28 uh, years old. Okay, so it actually doesn't even show any part of that scene. Or it doesn't show the ending. It shows the crane kick. And then it cuts right to Mr. Miyagi standing where? Right in outside the, the shower. Yeah. With a bunch of <laughs> naked kids in there showering off. <laughs> really? Mr. Miyagi. Oh, at the tournament. And, yeah. At the tournament. Yeah. If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built 
wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Did you guys uh, ever, ever take a shower in the shared showers at school? Well, I played football. Like after PE or something? Oh, football. Okay. Yeah. We didn't. It it wasn't a... It wasn't a normal thing after PE, but we would do it like the football team all would. And like yeah. looking back on it, like that was pretty weird. Um, but it made sense. Like we had our weightlifting class first period and then we had to go to school after that. So yeah, it would have been pretty raunchy. Okay. So then I remember doing it like once or twice, maybe, but super weird. And okay. So they, so he wins the tournament, he goes outside and all the kids, uh, the, the sensei guy walks by and, and there's a couple like bystanders there, you know, just like yokels or whatever. They're like, Oh, get a load of this guy. He's a jerk. Oh, Daniel, give us an autograph and all that stuff. And then the guy goes up and threatens. Yeah, Mr. He Man. signs he, autographs. Yeah. Cause he won that. Is he like berating Johnny at that time? Yes. And Johnny. He's like, something yeah, like I tried. Like, he's like, I don't care if you tried freaking loser. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I told you to, I told you to kill this young child and you didn't do it. You failed me. <laughs> he goes, you're nothing. You're a loser. Yeah. It's the most, it's like the most heavy handed writing ever. You're not even a has been. You're never, you're was. never was. And then, and then he goes up and tries to fight Mr. Miyagi throws like the two of the lamest punches ever. And <laughs> oh, Mr. Dude, Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi just jumps out of the way. He breaks a car window, pulls his hand back and immediately it has it's like completely covered in dripping blood that has also like already cauterized and everything. I mean, it's like the most. And it's also got like, does it have like pieces of glass in the yeah. knuckle. It's like, like super gnarly, dude. Like, <laughs> and uh, and and it also like again, it's hard to look back at those special effects at the time. It was probably pretty cool, and now it's like, dude, they just have like green or red corn syrup on his hand or whatever. And uh, does that twice? Does it to but you know they're standing between two cars. He punches the windows in both cars. So both of his hands are all bloody. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, great, great combatant there. Uh, and then the entire plot of that. Oh, yeah. Mr. Miyagi, it starts. Wait, wait, Mr. Miyagi. Does Mr. Miyagi like out. take him down and like tweak his nose? Yes. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> yes, that is. He says live like, or choose, die. Choose life says, or death. And he no, says, he, he says he starts live giving. Or die. He starts repeating. He starts. He starts, yeah. Here it starts repeating back the, tra, the like yeah. to him. Mercy is for the weak. He's like he's doing the whole big long one. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the strike first strike hard. No, we do not like, train to be merciful. Yeah, mercy is for yeah. the weak. Like the full fear does not exist in this dojo. And then he and then he goes like he's and the guy's like staring at him like he's about to kill me he's about to yes. murder me in front of these children <laughs> in this that parking are, lot. came to watch this sporting event <laughs> in front of minors me. in a parking lot yeah there's probably twenty thousand people around okay but yeah but, dude, like like but back up back up arena. back up when okay <laughs> when uh when johnny gets pissed at crease 
because Kreese is like giving him all this all this crap. He's like, you're nothing. Remember, you're a loser. And he yeah. breaks his trophy, his second place trophy. Yeah. Goes on the ground. And oh, then yeah. Johnny like goes after him out of anger. But then Kreese immediately puts him in a chokehold and starts choking him to yeah. death. Yeah. And all of Johnny's kid. friends are like, are, are like, Sensei, Sensei, stop. You're going to kill him. And he's like, I can't up. stop. I have like, to kill him. And he's like in the so public what? parking lot, strangling him to death. A child. And there's and all these, and there's all, all of these witnesses going, please stop. You're going to kill him. <laughs> and then Mr. Miyagi steps in. Yeah. Then Mr. Miyagi steps Dude, in. Dude, I got to say, though, I don't think anyone in film history has ever looked cooler than John Kreese after the tournament with his jacket and like the collar popped he, up. He does. Dude. He looks freaking badass. For real. Did you know he's 72 years old? I believe it. Jeez. That means he was only like, he was like in his late 30s when that movie came out. Yeah, that sounds about right. He's a freaking I, Vietnam In, in my mind. <laughs> Your mind is like 100 years old or like 60 or something. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was like our age. Yeah. So, so <laughs> not only. Oh my gosh, he's, so right. he's I thought he was still his age. He was I'm, like, okay. I'm older than him. Yeah. yeah. I'm he's older like than me. him in that I'm movie. I'm probably older than Kreese is in that movie. Picture, and he's, picture he, me. Even now, he looks like he's like 50 years old. Picture me trying to murder a 17 year old kid. <laughs> and then immediately, when a 70 year old man tries to defend <laughs> him, I try and murder that man. <laughs> Seven, like Mr. Miyagi is like this frail little old man. Like to any bystander looking on. That's like helpful though, because I was like trying to figure out how does this guy look as good as he does in Cobra Kai, but because I was thinking he was like fifty in Karate Kid. Okay. But he wasn't. He was like thirty in his thirties. This is like eighty years old. So then they go through, and you can tell, like you know, again, I'm like critiquing it instead of just enjoying the movie. They immediately it cuts to like. Uh, it's it's after prom night, and, and it's like four. It was up. made like four years after the first one. Yeah, so I think by this point they're they try and say I think they say he's a senior now, but the way it's cut, it makes it look like it's right after the tournament. Because it's I think it's supposed to be like the same year. Yeah, like that's like a few months but then, later. But it talks about how okay, first of all, like uh, he mentions at one point. Oh, yeah, I mentioned it's he's like 18, the following year, but mm. he was he got his driver's license in the first one, so he was only sixteen in yeah. the first one. But but they they're quick to explain away like, oh, freaking Allie! Not only did she crash my car because he pulls up to Mr. Miyagi's house with his car that he, he gave him, you know, oh yeah, and the fender's all dented. He's like, but then she fell in love with some guy from UCLA, and you know what happened is like she went on to bigger and better things their career and didn't want to be in Karate Kid too. So they had to like write her out quickly and you know bro it's like yeah. what happens like in freaking, or whatever. Yes, exactly. Like freaking well, I mean okay, but the entire plot of the second movie was basically probably created around the fact that she was not going to be in it. Yeah, like certainly a decent amount of, well and I mean part of it was probably like, hey, we want to go shoot on location in some tropical place or whatever, you know, I don't know that they're actually shooting in Okinawa, but, um, but the whole movie takes place in Okinawa. But yeah, you can tell that like they had to, they knew from day one that she was not going to be a part of it because the part of it is him falling in love with. Okay. So, so here's like the biggest problem we had to Google and figure out because 
the, what happens is they find out Mr. Miyagi's dad is dying. And then he tells okay. the story about, oh, well, actually, my best friend when I was a kid, here's a picture of him, you know? Yes. My best friend, we are in love with the same Sato. girl. Sato. But he was, like, they had an arranged marriage with this girl, like my friend did. Oh, uh, like professed... they did? <laughs> the two guys did? Yeah. This girl. <laughs> this is polyamorous. It was really open in Japan back in the 40s. Um, and It's an arranged polyamorous marriage. Yeah. But they, but I was trying to figure out because they made it seem like, okay, so he left, like Mr. Miyagi had to like flee the country and he had never gone back out of shame, but he didn't even like get the girl. He just like said, I love the girl that you're arranged to marry and then runs away for 50 years, like left the girl there. Yes. Goes, goes to Hawaii to work in some farm. And that's where he met his wife who then died in childbirth or whatever. Right. Presumably not too long after that. So like. He did not have great luck with love. No. But but it's like it's a super lame premise that like he and then he goes back to Okinawa and this guy says multiple times, I'm going to murder you. Like I'm gonna <laughs> let you mourn the death of your father, but then I'm going to kill and you and you're no longer going, going to, to be alive. Yes. And the it, only it reason real is because, heavy into like the honor culture thing. Yeah, yeah but like but when we were 18 years old, it wasn't like he slept with her or he ran away with her. It was just like he said he liked her. Like he liked she her. didn't even it was the dumbest thing. And then okay, he says at one Cole. point he's talking to the girl later and he's like, I should have taken you with me. It's like, yeah, Mr. Miyagi, you should have, you freaking idiot. Like, but, what okay, was the freaking like, point of professing your love for if you weren't gonna do anything about it? Cole, are are you sure that there isn't like a you know PG movie, wink, wink. I, all I did was say I loved her, wink, wink, and then I left. Well, that's, I mean, you can invent that, but that's not, you know. There's plenty of stuff. There's plenty I'm of love saying, story. Is there room for that? I, it's been a while yeah, since I've seen probably. the second movie. And like, But he didn't even, like, it's, it's a very lame, like, I get what you're saying. That like, oh, if we want to read between the lines, that's fine. But I'm saying the story that exists that they tell is a super lame love story because then he never married sato never married neither did the girl it was like just this Wait, one this okay one, that's what i'm saying it was her honor tarnished i mean maybe but again you're if, reading between the lines that is no, nowhere why, in so the why story didn't she, why didn't she marry him yeah yeah, cool. I don't because it's lame because they're you're lame. the expert at this point. You you Here, watch okay, I'll one. explain to you. I'm because, I'll explain because I just figured it out. Because he was so mad about it. I mean, yeah, you're no, probably listen, right. Here's what happened. Like, Miyagi oh. said, I love you, and then left. Yeah, and, and she was like, like, Oh, I love him too. I love I'm him more than Sato, you. so I'm not gonna marry Sato. Because maybe he'll come back. Yeah, or just like, well, I, I he he's the one I really. That's like a man. It's like a Princess Bride scenario, you know. Like Wesley has yeah. my heart, even though I think he ran away from me or whatever. So then he's like, dude, so like you could have just left and let me marry her. Yeah, it's like a super lame. It honestly, that is like that's kind of like that viral video. Like but he's the bad guy in that scenario. Doesn't Sato have kids? Well, he has nephews and stuff. He, oh, nephews, okay. Kids. Okay, his, oh. his main nephew. character is his nephew. He's the uncle, oh. that's right. So he, it's implied that he never had kids. And it's her fault. And it's Miyagi's fault. It's Miyagi's fault, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, that's not, I don't know. So that part of it is super lame. And the fact that he's like, 
he comes, he finally comes to this realization. I should have taken you with me. It took me 50 years to realize that. Like, yeah, you should have known that like five minutes after professing your love for you, you freaking idiot. Dude, even in The Godfather, when Michael goes to Italy and like marries that girl, as soon as she blows up, he goes back to America and marries the white girl. (laughs) A white girl okay why not okay but yeah that's a good like he question. could have done that he could have your wife his... died go yes go back to okinawa and marry your true love yeah but yeah. there's a guy waiting there to murder him, oh but he would have <laughs> gotten murdered that's right <laughs> he's like okay, okay but now that my dad me... is on his deathbed <laughs> and and i have an apprentice who is <laughs> who can help defend yeah, my life who is trained who is trained in the black arts he beat up a 17 year old child in a tournament he scored more points not even yeah dude i just figured i just realized that too like he gives daniel a ticket he's like you're coming with me no 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 he didn't he missed daniel had to talk him into letting him come daniel okay daniel like ran up when he was getting on the plane he's like no but this is not safer for you and uh he's like no my mom's just again she's going to fresno and like i'm gonna go with you yeah he's like no it's fine my my mom is fine with my 16 year old self traveling over to okinawa japan with him with this 80 year old man or with whatever. my old man, with man. <laughs> yeah with the with our apartment our former apartment's handyman <laughs> so okay so talk about reading between the lines all you want phil but the love story itself as it's told is super super lame so he goes back. He it. basically, it's like a weird, like Sato actually owns the village because that's like the plot point towards the end is that like when Sato has his, has his like, you know, character moment where he actually comes to his senses, he like gives the deed to the village back. But before that, he's like going to bulldoze all these poor people's homes down and stuff. It's like, we get it. The guy's evil. You don't need to, he said he wants to kill this old man, you know, he hasn't seen for 50 years. So, and then of course, Daniel falls in love with this chick that's there and asks her just to come back to again. We have kind every of... reason to believe this is the summer between his sophomore and junior year of high school. That's, that's what I am led to believe by the timeline of the events. Because I would say junior have, or senior, but no, but he gets his driver's license either way in the first movie. He, he talked and it's on his birthday. So there's no way you could say like, oh, maybe he just got it later. Cause like nobody gets their driver's license on their 17th birthday. <laughs> they get it on their 16th birthday, which would have happened his sophomore year. And then he has prom. He takes his new car to prom with Allie. And then he goes away for the summer. So every indication is that he is 16 years old. And this is the summer between his sophomore and junior year of high school. He's just, Whoa. he's here's how he I lived. read it. He had his 16. 16- he got he turned 16 he got the car a whole year goes by no he's still with ali they say in the she goes to college dude, they say no, I, th- I think his niece oh. i think he's still okay, limping when he goes to miyagi's house with the wrecked up car in 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 the first movie they give up like a concrete i don't, I don't like timeline when when miyagi goes to cobra kai yeah, dojo it's and december. says it's december you is leave determined. him alone we you let him train and you and tell them not to touch him until the tournament, and he says, "Okay, deal." And there's like a concrete time yeah, of it's November to January. He has when's the months. tournament? The tournament okay, in January. Two freaking months. Yeah, which is also kind of wild. Like, you know, so from January when... to May, 
between January and May, Allie just completely turns into a terrible girlfriend. Well, not if you watch the show. If you watch season three, then there's there's more information divulged about that. She crashed the car. What? And fell in love with the dude from UCLA. Yeah, and UCLA of all people, like, come on, or of all places. Plus, okay, how okay, did she okay, fall okay, in love okay, with the dude the from thing. UCLA if she's Daniel in Reseda? Okay, this says Daniel LaRusso was born on December 1966, so he was 17 when he moved to LA with his mother. Daniel actually turned what? 18 just no. before the all uh, a milestone Miyagi celebrated by giving him a yellow Ford. So they're saying he turned 18. And got his driver's license on his 18th birthday. That doesn't make any sense. Wait, did he get his sense. driver's license? Yeah, he taught. He shows it to him, and it's like a yes. flimsy piece of paper. Yeah, he goes check it out. Check it. Yeah, he's like check out my check out this license I got two years ago. <laughs> no, he says I just you got to, like, my driver's a car license. Or something? <laughs> yeah, so that that makes Ooh. no. That doesn't work. So this I got is my just, driver's license when I turned 18. Choose. No, I got it. I understand because Daniel's choose. Daniel's poor. Sounds like you're saying he couldn't geez, afford so. driver's training. He could not afford. He couldn't afford driver's training. Okay, but again, so he never 80s, like learned in the '80s. That was so, not a requirement. Oh, but what I'm saying is that it wouldn't have been on his birthday. Like it would have just been some time after. No, here's 18. what I'm saying. No, because as soon as you turn 18, you can get your license without any training. I, no, dude, in the '80s, you totally could. In '86, they the requirements were very freaking low. It was. Pass the test. However you want to pass the test, you can pass the test. Okay. I mean, you were there. You remember. I do. Your your students probably, he told you about it back. You probably had like, like that car that looks just like Danielson's <laughs> car, but like when it was new. What? what? Okay, you, so were maybe the, they... you were the Miyagi character. Yeah, so, so this... On what website are you looking at? Birthday, I mean, there's a bunch. This is like Wikipedia. Uh, Dude, while training, somebody... Daniel develops a relationship with Ali. Miyagi also gives Daniel his yellow Ford Super Deluxe convertible as a gift on his 18th birthday as a reward for getting his driver's license. I don't know anything that says that he was born in 66. They must mention it in the movie. Okay, weird. so okay, so he's 18 years old. That still is a little bit weird that they go and that. And also the timeline of Karate Kid 2 is pretty well mapped out too because he gets there, he says, you have one day to see your father and then I'm going to murder you. <laughs> and then his father dies and his last move is like, he, he calls them both in and he puts their hands together. He like grabs both their hands and makes them shake hands and then dies immediately. Like, Ugh, and dies. And is then, he like adopted Miyagi's father? Like trained him too, right? Yeah, Miyagi, and which was like an exception because Miyagi's only trained family, and Mr. Miyagi asked him to make an exception for Sato, and he taught him all he knew, and then he, you know, whatever with his. I mean, Mr. Miyagi, not much for tradition because he just trained some random kid that lived in his apartment complex. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, yeah, sorry, we only trained, we only trained, uh, or you know, some Italian kid. I don't know. You look kind of fit. Some Italian kid from New Jersey. Some kid um, learning karate out of a book. Okay, so Miyagi intervenes in the fees, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it is. Okay, so that is after his senior prom. So in theory, this is just between. Uh, so, so the tournament takes place. I'm pretty sure. Okay, December. Okay, the, the All-Valley Tournament's December 19th. 
So that takes place. Then they go to senior. Yeah. But this whole thing about him getting his driver's license on his 18th birthday, I still don't buy that. That's BS. I don't uh, buy that either. But apparently that's what happens. So even if we were to say he's 18 years old, so he goes. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. At the beginning of the first movie, Johnny says. Now, this is Johnny. So it, they're not necessarily the same age. But Johnny says to his friends, they're all on their motorbikes right before they accost. Yeah, senior year. He says, he goes, I, he goes, ex-degenerate. He goes, you're a, one of his friends says, you're a degenerate. And he goes, he goes, no, ex-degenerate. And he says, I'm going to, I've got one more year to, I think he says something like to make it work. And he's talking specifically about Allie. Like, I'm going to, like, so he's, so that that beach party is the summer between Johnny's junior and senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what this, I think Johnny, like that makes sense. And the fact that he's won the tournament two years in a row points to the fact that like, it would make sense for the tournament to be for like high school age kids, you know, I so think he would have won it as a sophomore and a junior. And then Johnny's way cooler that it makes it way cooler. If Johnny is a senior and both Allie and Daniel are sophomores. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit. I guess senior to sophomore isn't like creepy. That was just no. That's part life. of what that why that's why I think it's great is that it's like yeah, that like this the nerdy new sophomore kids stole away the girl still, from stealing the, the girlfriend. Yes, I mean and not that like, she's a possession to be stolen. Like, I'm not. You broke my radio. Okay, so so wait, how far is how far is Encino from the beach? Pretty far. I don't know. Like these are just they're just like having a party and like all driving out there alone. Like that seems weird. Yeah, that's Not like driving alone, do, but bro. it seems odd that no no, I'm saying Is it's this odd that they're like Southern California they're having a party at the beach. No, no, listen. So Allie and her friends are having a party at the beach. Yes. Daniel and his friends randomly show up at the beach too, right next to them. Yeah, and then Johnny and his friends also show up at the beach. At the exact same spot as them. Okay. No, 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 no. This is because this is because the it was like an kids, organized. There's no like party going on. Party. The There's popular like four kids girls the, around a fire. No, because when listen, he first gets there, the kid who his new friend who has the make and bacon, bacon bacon shirt says there's a big party happening. Yes. So you Everyone's going to be there. But there's not. But there's not. It's the, the party is like is, seven people. No, no, no. Well, it's they like came early. groups and stuff. That's how like high school parties work, you know? Yeah, they just took the, I went to a lot of parties. Like, they like rented out the beach. <laughs> they rented out, beach. bro. Like, hey, but they we're all say, going to our spot, you know. Yes, but as I'm saying, there's no other. It's an hour away. <laughs> Aaron, I'm trying to focus on how creepy this love story is. <laughs> okay, I don't I'm care sorry. about the geography of it. Okay, this so is a geography podcast. So Daniel goes. They're in. They're in the country for one day. Mr. Miyagi's dad dies. And this guy says, okay, now you can have three days to mourn, and then I'm going to murder you. In that time, they have like a memorial service for his dad where they send these lanterns out onto the water. And Sato and Mr. Uh, Miyagi are like standing next to each other, like mourning the loss of this man. And and like, yeah. meanwhile, this are, that's like an open death threat between the two that's still <laughs> pending, a pending death threat. And in that time, Daniel finds this Japanese girl and in the three days between that and when they resolve the conflict, I don't want any Karate Kid 2 spoilers on this podcast because that's not how we do things. 
Um, but you know, the the conflict gets resolved. Dude, you left out the best scene though. The best well, scene is when he breaks is, the ice in the bar. It is very good. Oh, that is yes. <laughs> okay, but but what I'm saying is that in that time, he's in this country for four days. 18 year old kid. His mom just moves to Fresno. Uh. He went to Okinawa with this creepy dude. He asked this Japanese girl to come back with him to like Fresno, he and does? presumably. Yeah, he asked her to come back with him. It's so weird. And it's playing like, as like this really romantic thing. Listen, he's gonna like save I, her from it's like a total I live savior, in Fresno. white savior thing. I live in Fresno. And she's like, Clearly, I live in Okinawa, in- and even I know Fresno is ghetto. <laughs> Maybe are they trying to say that Okinawa is like the Fresno of Japan? <laughs> that seems rude. I don't know. It's kind of messed up. It's rude towards Okinawa. Yeah. Okinawa. The Fresno of Fresno of Japan. Well, but then then that means it's like a it's just a lateral move then. It's a lateral right? move, yeah. It's so a there's so much move. there's so much like actual just assault in this movie. So they so Daniel goes into town to like whatever. To wine and dine this girl and they come up to this bar where they're breaking blocks of ice they're like thin sheets of ice which is like you know famously brittle and easy to break like <laughs> why is it hard to break these like half inch thick pieces oh, of okay, ice cole. okay cole let's see you do it <laughs> and there's a gap between them which makes it like if they stack them flat against each other maybe it would be hard to do but like ice breaks easily i, I like live the, i, I like, like to see you try yes i would like to see you try also I actually am like that is one thing that I'm very good at is board breaking. Um, I I can break because what you need behind it is a lot of a lot of weight, a lot of mass momentum. So as Mac would say, I no doubt could break more boards than Daniel cultivating mass because I weigh three times as much. Um, Yeah, but not sideways, not with a sideways swat. That's a good. What do you do? Good you point. think it's like actual gravity that's making this happen? It's not gravity, it's it's momentum. You said it's weight. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't yeah, put yeah, your whole momentum. Mass. Momentum, mass. He's time got velocity. those fast switch muscles though, dude. He's got the fast switch muscles. <laughs> I don't care. He could have twice as much velocity. I have like five times as much mass. I don't know, dude. I th- yeah, but you got to get the mass to move. But I'm but I'm telling you, yeah, it's easy to get that much mass to move. Like, <laughs> trust me, that's one actual thing. I can't like kick very high, but okay, I can wait, break wait, wait. a lot of All boards. Right. Okay, but but okay. do you breathe? Yeah, uh, cool, cool. Do cool. the breathe thing too? Do you break? <laughs> Obviously, you have to. When you break, when I you rub break my hands boards, together too and heal people. When you <laughs> do break you boards, it's it's always a forward, like it's always a forward thing, right? You're never you're never doing this. No, it's a ways. down. It's a down thing usually. But I'm saying like okay, how well, how fast can you twist? Dude, I can twist. Come that, on, baby. Let's that's do all twist. hips. The sideways breaking ice is all hips. Okay. Yes. I'm do it right now on the on the <laughs> do it. Please I'm gonna do, do the the drum, you know, the drum thing. That's the other thing, is like they make a big deal out of this dumb little drum thing. And it makes yes. you wonder, like one of the writers of the movie went to Japan on vacation and was like, Hey, look at this drum thing. I bet this has like some deep meaning. And they're like, No, that's some stupid souvenir for Americans. Yeah, dude. When okay, in again, no spoilers, but at, at <laughs> a later point in the film when uh when they when the whole family yeah and then the bad guy is like, like where did, first of all where did they get all these drums they all of a like, sudden they all carry them all the time have these little drums or those little drums that have the little balls that 
you you twist them back and forth in your hand and they swing around in the balls. Or the is it this? Is it this? Is it at the festivals or whatever festival slash fights to the death? They just pass them out like, uh, you know, like foam, like foam fingers yeah, at foam sporting fingers. events. Yeah. Like everybody gets one, right? Everybody gets those like. That's weird. Uh, and that, so this also, this movie ends with two fights that are presumably going to be to the death. Well, multiple. And then, so Daniel, like Mr. Miyagi bends a bunch of money on Daniel. He can break these ice blocks and. Uh, and then puts more ice blocks. He does. Oh, and first of all, if you were going to break something horizontally, you wouldn't do it with an open fist like that. You do it with a closed fist. If you've ever seen anyone, that's called a hook. <laughs> like that's how you, that's how you punch. You don't, you never see with someone in a freaking boxing match hit with the edge of their for, hand against for the face. viewers at home cole is demonstrating in the camera <laughs> so so he swings his hand across as if again it's like he's holding no it's but like it's low it's his phone level. talking on yes it's at yeah but hip. still you get you'd get a lot more force from just a closed fist with your knuckles exactly it's like he's talking on speakerphone like he's a middle-aged person talking on speakerphone holding boomer holding their phone like it's a platter a boomer with established in Karate Kid one that Daniel's son cannot make a traditional. <laughs> He's fist. incapable That's of true. a closed fist. If he, punch. if he tried to punch that closed fist, he would just break his finger. That's actually one thing that he has to do the side. That's swipe. actually one thing that's fascinating in all of the sparring you see in this movie. Nobody is ever wearing gloves like bare fist sparring never happens. And I have a feeling it also never happened in the 80s either, because that is like you can hurt somebody very easily when you're just swinging bare fists around, you know? But I guess they didn't care. They were trying to kill each other, so. Yeah, dude. There's okay, murder so, threats happening. So Daniel so Daniel breaks up Icebox, and Mr. Miyagi wins a bunch of money because they were betting on it. And uh, the guy, it's so funny. They try to, they do everything they can to make these people seem evil. One of the, one of the early scenes, so Sato, his, his nephew, is like one of the main characters he's like selling you know it's, it's like a scene out of like some bible video that you would see with like right he's like weighing he's weighing these vegetables oh, that yes. the people that the people are selling and uh and you know buying these vegetables from the farmers and daniel walks it's up like cheating and like accidentally walks knocks one of the weights off and then picks it up and breaks it and it's like oh the weight is fake like he's been robbing us because because it's like a balance you know yeah, so like yes. the weight was lighter than it was supposed to be and he's been cheating these people <laughs> and so his whole thing the whole movie is like i need to get my honor back because you stole my honor it's like well you were cheating these people you, you know? had no honor yeah and then and then he wins the uh, bet against against the that same guy and so that guy comes back and like tries to kill him to get his money back you know tries to murder him again and then that's like the climactic scene or one of them is that guy. And he never has a change of heart because, because there's like the thing where Daniel. Yeah. Do we need to, well, bro, check this out, Cole. The actor who plays him, Yuji Okamoto is an Eagle scout. Is he? What? Yeah, yeah dude. There's no oh, honor he in that. Never, he would never cheat people out of their vegetable money then. No. <laughs> and he Dude, never happens like, in Okinawa the, stays the in the climactic Okinawa. scene where where everyone you know everyone becomes good in like the blink of an eye in these karate kid movies it's like daniel there's a big storm and daniel has to run out to try and save someone who had like climbed up a tower like maybe when there's a storm just don't climb up a tower you stupid child 
he, he goes oh. out there to like he goes out there to save this kid because it's not even like there's a, it's not like there's a like a dwelling at the top of it or something like this kid just went she's like afraid she's afraid of title he's like a cat she's like a cat oh, so because... she's going to high ground it is <laughs> yes. interesting that like okay like this this shows like how little the writers like they they run to get in this bunker for this like hurricane in theory and the bunker is below ground with windows in it like that's not where you want to be in a hurricane dude <laughs> like, that's a tornado shelter <laughs> that's not a hurricane shelter uh, so he runs out and and sato is like you need to go save you know help him help daniel save this kid and he's like no i can't i ha- i can't have the same you know, character arc that you have had in the last three yes. seconds and where he's you like, became a good person. <laughs> <laughs> is that Just racist? let the record show that that was as racist as my uh, accent <laughs> is that I was is, doing. Is me making that sound racist? I feel like <laughs> equally it kind of is. We're in the not, same boat. We're in the same boat now. I will not become good, he said. Yeah, essentially. He's like, my character. He literally says, says that? I will not become good. No. <laughs> Might as well. Oh, <laughs> Not not actually. And then in the climactic scene, he says it with his actions. He does the same. Daniel does the same thing to that guy that Miyagi did at the very beginning, where he is. Yeah, because they're supposed to fight. They're supposed to fight to the death on this. And all these people around watching, like, okay, children to see. We're about to see an eighteen-year-old kid. One of these two eighteen-year-old kids die in front of our eyes. And what we're gonna do is spin these little drums back and forth. Like that's how we're in going to react for, to this situation. In approval for yeah. the foreigner. Because we're hoping that the one kid dies instead of the other one. Well, because the one kid was stealing their vegetable money. Like the preferred outcome. He's the like preferred the town criminal. Isn't, isn't that no kids die. The He's preferred like the outcome, sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. The, yes. No. At no point are are the adults in town going. You know what? We should jump in and break this up so no <laughs> minors die. Yeah. Because they're like, we want that kid to die hard because he stole money from us. <laughs> we hope this American kid that Miyagi brought back can kill the can, can kill murder Chosen. this guy that we don't like. <laughs> murder him with his bare hands in by, front of us. By, While we by smashing, no reason. By smashing his, the, the bridge of his nose into, <laughs> into his, his brain. brain. Yeah. While we watch from 20 feet away. And my son's even made the comment. So it's like this. It's, just, it's on this like round like platform that's probably like 20 feet or 30 feet wide or whatever mm-hmm. and it has kind of a moat around it yeah. and daniel has to come across he's gonna kill the bad guy the cousin is gonna kill or the nephew is gonna kill the girl that daniel's fallen in love with he oh says, right you he's need to come over here and now. fight me yeah, yeah why is he gonna, gonna kill her, her? oh because she's like he's mad because he's like yeah it's a hostage she's a hostage situation. yeah it's your class. I know that you love her. He's like, I got to get my honor back. So <laughs> I'm holding yeah. this girl hostage. <laughs> so you and he even me. says that. Daniel <laughs> even says, like, that's not going to get your honor back. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> so so he's like, okay, come across. I don't understand honor. And he's like, and throw the bridge down. So Daniel walks across this little bridge and then throws it into the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. And my son. But it's like a three foot moat. Yeah, like, you can my just son jump over like, it. It's just water. They could just like swim across it or just swim. they could even jump. It's like not even far enough. They could just yeah. jump. This yeah, is my you twelve-year-old child. It's symbolic. Saw this, it's symbolic. Saw this, like gaping plot hole. <laughs> okay, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Cole. Well, if you leave the it, island, you lose your honor, though. What is it when when Daniel when when the when the bad guy the young bad guy says, "Get over here so I can fight you," Chosen. and 
and Daniel starts to get up and then Miyagi is like, wait a minute. Like, what does he say to him? It's something about he says sweep the leg. No, no, no. It's something about something about like this is for real. Oh, yeah. Like you need. Yeah. Like you are going one of you two is going (laughs) to to kill this guy. (laughs) And he doesn't try and talk him out of it. He's not like, he goes, hey, let's try and. (laughs) Let's try and make this situation so he's like, dude, let's just dies. go back to America. Yeah, he's like, maybe like Fresno, right now. Fresno doesn't Daniel, sound that bad. You just now, met that girl four days ago. We yeah. can let her die. Yeah, like, wouldn't you rather her die? And like, you can go back to Fresno and find a nice, you know, Fresnian. Central California girl. So wait, so he says, I want, I want to hear you say the line in your Miyagi accent. I don't just say it in your voice. I don't remember. Cold voice. I think he says this fight for real. This fight for real. (laughs) This fight for real, which is like a good, it's a good like ending line of a chorus of like a, you know, an 80s song or whatever. This fight for real. Is it? It's 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 something something along those lines. It's basically like, hey, all these other times, like when this person has tried to kill you, like this one is actually going to result in one of your two deaths. Right. Although, I mean, are you something like it's not a tournament? This isn't a tournament. Yeah. 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 Totally. And he's like, You mean tournament? And Mr. Miyagi's like, Man, <laughs> a I don't tournament? Even speak English and I know how to pronounce it better than you. This is not a white boy like, tournament. And then he's like, Speaking of which, why is your English so bad? You've been here since the 40s. How have you not? Anyways. And then he says, He so, said, But the thing is, Daniel has has been fighting for real. He was literally pushed down a hill on his bike. He like he's had to defend his life multiple times. Yes, multiple like, times. He, so Johnny was actually going to kill him that first time that Mr. Miyagi jumped in. Yes. And on yes. all the kids were like, no, you don't actually want to murder someone. He's like, yes, I do. My <laughs> sensei said so. I want to go to jail was, for my the rest of my life. He was also on reefer. His judgment was clouded. Yeah, that's back when, you know, oh, marijuana, that makes people violent, right? <laughs> it makes <laughs> Your I'm sure he was upper. I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that Johnny and the boys were uh were mixing their reefer with other things. Yeah, they were lacing it with heroin. <laughs> Freaking PCP or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So those Dude, movies those other guys those all those other yeah his cronies I, yes oh my gosh they are like so it's like great. they're having an overacting contest the entire movie <laughs> yes. it's so bad dude there's one of them that's just like every expression he makes is just so over the top it's hilarious okay and i'd like I, to think that he was like in on the joke i believe like he was like hey i have this minor part and i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm act like gonna... a total lunatic the whole time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um i i one of them is um Oh, Steve McQueen's son. That's so one, weird. One oh, of the cronies. One? Yes. Is they're, it Dutch? There's a guy named Dutch. They're There's kind of recognizable, honestly. Bobby. I mean, it's the guy whose last name is McQueen, I guess, right? The one dude kind of looks like a, with the pig nose. That dude was always like the yeah. coolest one in my mind because he's like has the best lines like, get him a body bag. Yeah, he is the one. Cole, and he's like you have to he has catch all up. the over the top lines. Cole, you, you have to catch up on the show. You have to watch season two oh, and season yeah, three. Dude, well, I still have to, to watch Karate Kid three. 
No, okay, no, no, no. You don't. You you have to watch season two and three, and then watch Karate Kid three. I've covered. No, you gotta watch yes. Karate Kid three because it's like insane. Yes, but it doesn't. It's not relevant to the plot. No, still they, they pretend. Mr. Miyagi? They pretend like it didn't happen. No, dude, no, no, I'll, dude. Can I give you one spoiler? Danielson goes rogue. Oh, dude, he turns bad. Not exactly, but kind of. He does kind of go bad. But listen, he starts. Mr. Miyagi he starts refuses. Mr. Miyagi refuses to train him, so another guy trains him, and okay. says, "And he's an adult man." I now wow, we're talking about. <clears throat> He's an adult man, and he says... And I'm pretty sure he's ruined... the same guy who's the bad guy in Three Ninjas. <laughs> he says, he says, you ruined my best friend, John Kreese's life. You ruined his life, and so... Oh, yeah. Kreese, I am going to... That's true. I'm Kreese going to find the... the yes, he catfishes... <laughs> the new he sensei catfishes Daniel-san. He says, I'm going to find... Movie. I'm going to find the human being that ruined <laughs> my best great. friend's life, and I am going to destroy him. It's, I forgot about that element. Yeah, it's amazing. He just like breaks his spirit. Now, Aaron, he's not they. The show does not. He's not the same guy. I know. It's not ignoring. It's not oh. ig- ignoring the third movie. In fact, there are rumors that I am not going to talk about on the podcast. There are rumors about season four. Are you saying they just haven't gotten to it yet? Season three. Oh. I mean, sorry. Episode the the third movie. Part three, yeah, and season four. There are rumors nice. about. All right, I'm into it. I'm very like the things that I've been reading. I was like, oh no, oh, 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 oh. just like that. Okay, one of one of the best takeaways from this is, and we've talked about this concept before, that we as adults are not good at gauging how much kids will enjoy movies. Because my kids loved Karate Kid too. <laughs> they yeah, really, it's a kids movie. They thought it was a great movie because <laughs> nice. even though they were the pointing things, out, they were pointing all the out things we're talking about. Like it. they beat you over the head with every plot point in the movie, you know. And it's like Karate Kid one too. Honestly, like they're they're very similar in that aspect. That like they, it, it's like it's like you know my baby's first movie or something like that. Yeah, they're not like complex. There's relationships. no, yeah, there's no subtlety. There's no nuance to anyone's characters or anything like that. Like they just, you know, beat you over the head with it. So they threaten to beat you over the head, and then they just tweak your nose. Exactly. <laughs> they punch you. They punch you over the car window with it. <laughs> Phil, stop being distracted. I'm sorry. All right, guys, that was a fun conversation and that was a fun one hour discussion about all karate kid part two karate kid three <laughs> one hour i think we should all watch karate kid part three okay because i haven't seen any report in ages okay, i know there's a new girl kids. and there's something about there's a the bonsai it, trees play a, a major role bonsai bonsai okay so it where Dude, where can we bonsai watch? is ready <laughs> <laughs> Isn't his name Bonesaw? Oh. Bonesaw is ready. Are you talking and about Spider-Man. Movie Running Man? What are you talking about? No, I'm Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh. When the guy that freaking Randy Savage plays, the wrestling guy. Bonesaw is ready. What? Doesn't he say that? 
Spider-Man? The Spider-Man, the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man when he goes to that weird like I don't remember underground Randy Savage being in Oh t- my in gosh, it. I do remember what you're talking about. He goes to like some weird like uh UFC Oh MMA. yeah, when he wrestles. Yeah, if you yeah, shoot yeah. bone he shoots like bone literally the first thing that comes up is bone saw is ready. Nice. And, and it is actually Randy Savage. Dude, I was actually right about man. this reference. And he oh, said, I prefer the Ultimate Warrior. Okay, here. I got to share my screen now. Let me share my screen. Okay, but where can I? I'm trying to find out where I can watch Karate Kid Part 3. Oh, is it not on? I promise it won't have a hard R word in it. <laughs> okay. Here it comes. <laughs> see that's a solid impression on my part you were very very close that was really good okay i needed i needed some accolades for that so bonsai right. so okay, your homework here. is to find karate kid 3 i don't know it's on I'll find all it. of them on amazon, amazon. Prime? Okay, it's on Amazon Prime because all three of them are. And I want you guys to report back on how loud the commercials free, though? are as you're watching. I mean, it's on Prime? It's okay. free, but you have to, it has commercials in it. And the commercials are a hundred times louder than the movie. Is it on like <laughs> IMDb TV or something? Through Amazon so. Prime? No, it's just on Amazon Prime. You can watch it like we watched it on the Apple TV and the Amazon Prime app. But it has commercials? Just, it has commercials every like. Yeah, they started doing that to like. It's not Amazon. bad. It's like you're watching a movie on TV and there aren't, there's like, yeah. two or th- it's like a minute and a half every break, you know, but it is bad because right. they are very loud. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch it. Okay. okay. We will too. Viewers. We'll report back next episode. Viewers watch Karate Kid 3 as well. Hey, um, you guys, the, the David, like you. the David Bazan movie um, is streaming on Prime also. It was a good. Oh, I bought it on Apple TV like a year ago and I never watched it. Oh, well, now you can watch it. I need to watch it. Strange negotiations. David, we should also watch that. We should also watch that. All right, I'm down. Both of those, I, I think, oh, both of those I, are no, very I relevant to. I love how I actually I started finished watching my, it and it got me like super depressed. So I like I actually it off. finished my slum staying. We had like actual news to talk about, but that's we'll oh. talk about it later. <laughs> it can wait. It's less important. It has to wait. All right, guys. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Because I came to that realization the other night, like, wait a second.
Because you and the thing that made me realize it is because you said go back and watch that movie that that viral video now, the the one about how Daniel was actually the bad guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. And I was like, what does that mean? And and then it kind of occurred to me like, wait a second, that was a joke the whole time. Like I thought the reason it was popular <laughs> is because it was like, oh yeah, he really was kind of the bad guy. <laughs> it's a it is it is a visual. It is a visual word twisting, is what that video. Yeah, is. yeah. Okay. When you That's, watch and that makes when you watch Cobra Kai, it's kind of like, dude, why is Daniel's kind of overreacting to this whole thing? He's not. Well, I don't know. He he kind of he kind of is. Not come back. Okay, but he kind of freaking is though, because he's like he's minding his he own is, business. But... He's a successful dude. He looks up and he sees the Cobra Kai dojo. And he's like, and then he's like, yeah. what? And then he goes and he knocks on the door and he's like, he, and he walks in and then but like Johnny's tried like, to kill him when he was a child. Yeah, he has to protect the children of Reseda. And Encino, the rich kids too. He goes, he, and he goes, Encino. hey, I heard you. Oh, because remember, okay, I just started watching season one again. And, uh, uh. and here's what happens is Daniel... Daniel's daughter has the freaking bully that beat up Miguel. Daniel's daughter likes the bully and invites him over for dinner. Yeah. And he happens to be an Asian young man. And Daniel takes to him. The goofiest MF ever. Being (laughs) Asian. Like the goofiest bully of all time. Being Asian, he takes to him, and then he says, "I made sushi for you." And he's like, "Oh, Daniel's I don't not like Asian. fish." Daniel's not Asian. But he know. has an affinity for Asian people. He has a, he has an Asian yes affinity. Oh, so he he's lo- not he likes, not being Asian. He's like, I want to so have then, affinity Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> so then the the bully who Daniel does not know as a bully, he knows as. The charming young man, his daughter is uh, courting. He says, "Oh, so how'd you get that black eye?" And he goes, "Oh, oh yeah. it was um, it was uh, I was just uh, playing football Cobra with Kai. my friends or something." Oh, an old man beat me up. And then he goes, <laughs> and he goes, he says something about like he, he kind of like accidentally tells him while I was in a fight, and he goes, "Hey, man, I know I was there too when I was a kid." Um, he goes. He goes, high school kids can be brutal. And he goes, oh, he wasn't a kid. It was a, an adult. And then he's like, what? And so then he. He's like, well, he if you're lucky, together. an even older adult will swoop in and save you. <laughs> so and he I puts guess it together. since you're Asian, it'll just be a white guy. <laughs> so he puts it together and then goes and then goes to the dojo and walks in the door and says, I heard you beat up some kids. And he goes, I didn't beat up any kids. I beat up I kicked I kicked some some assholes asses that deserved it. That's what he says. <laughs> but they were minors. It was like it was he, he totally just Miyagi those kids. Yeah, dude. One hundred percent. One hundred percent he did, but it was for a completely selfish reason. Like he is watching them beat the kid up until they mess up his car. And then he's like Hey, True. not my car. And then they attack him. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he just kicks the crap out of all of them. <laughs> That's true. It has nothing to do with saving Miguel. It has everything to do with, hey, get away from my car. That's uh, part of what makes it so great. It makes it so much better. 